When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Browns fans, it's time to gear up for a pain-free 2022 NFL season for your Cleveland Browns with new friends of the show, Buckeye Law Group. If you've been injured in a car accident, a slip and fall, a work accident, or even if you've been buried into the ground by Miles Garrett or stiff-armed by Nick Chubb, you need to call Buckeye Law Group today at 1-800-411-PAIN. Their attorneys will fight for the money you deserve. Buckeye Law Group's attorneys have recovered over $1 billion for their clients throughout the entire country. So don't make the mistake of calling just any other attorney. Call attorneys you can trust. And best of all, they're Browns fans just like you. Call our friends from Buckeye Law Group at 1-800-411-PAIN. After 911, call 411. That's 1-800-411-PAIN. 1-800-411-7246. That's Buckeye Law Group located at 1300 East 9th Street, Suite 1210 in Cleveland, Ohio. Buckeye Law Group, proud fans of the Cleveland Browns just like you. What up, guys? This is Andrew, and I'm sad. You're listening to the Dogs Podcast. Let's go, Browns. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. If you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com. Tap leave voicemail in the drop-down menu. I'm sure many of you guys, along just like Andrew, feel the same way we do and the same way Andrew does. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Very Browns. sad. Another, another squandered opportunity for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, we're going to get into all of our thoughts, plus all of your guys' thoughts. We've got a bunch of voicemails to get to today. Before we do, though, i got to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Uh, make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. We want to send a huge shout-out to everybody who has subscribed to us from last year, since this show started, all the way until now. We just hit 5,000 subscribers on YouTube, which to some people might not be a big deal, but to just us four losers from T County, Ohio, it's a pretty big deal. So we appreciate all of you guys. I'm not from T. I'm not from T County. Oh, from I'm Stark from, County. I'm from England. <laughs> from England. Uh, no, it's it's pretty awesome for us to hit 5,000. We appreciate all the support we're getting from everybody. Uh, next stop, 10,000. We'll see. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't take three years to get there. Maybe this will be more of like an exponential growth. It has been so far, so <laughs> but, uh, subscribe if you haven't. If please. you haven't yet subscribed, please do. Help us get to 10,000 now. But to everybody who has subscribed already, thank you guys very, very much. We appreciate it. You guys make the fun or the show fun to do. Uh, it would suck if, you know, nobody was listening. So thank you guys very, very much. Uh, lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on our Patreon page. We have a ton of fun in there. Well, most of the time, at least when the Browns are winning, when the Browns are losing, it's somebody to cry to. It's like having 50 shoulders to cry on when the Browns lose. Uh, we get an extra episode every week. There's fantasy leagues with everybody in there. It's just a ton of fun for everybody. So if you're, if you're looking for more dogs content and you want more direct access to the dogs 24 seven, basically join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member. And the stuff that we can't say directly in this episode will be said in the after hours. Correct. Guaranteed. So if you look, if you, if you, if you like spicier content, Check out my OnlyFans and the, and, and, the, and the Patreon. Both of them have my feet. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, like I said, the Browns. Please don't, please don't turn off the show. Uh, squandered. Yes, we're getting to football now. Uh, the Browns squandered another perfect opportunity. We had a chance uh, to be 3-1 and one after the four-game uh, start of the season. We all said we needed to be 3-1 and one or 4-0 and oh, uh, at this point in the season. And we're two and two with the fourth easiest schedule in the league so far, I think, according to Pro Football Focus. Yep. And those two losses are Joe Flacco and Marcus Mariota. So got some real world beaters there. It, it's just extremely disappointing because I know 
in theory, we're tied for first place in the division. Everybody's two and two. The Steelers are one and three. We're te- we're technically right there, alive, whole season ahead of us. But we've gone two and two against the fourth easiest schedule in the league, mm-hmm. and we're about to go through a gauntlet. I, I I coming into this week, I thought, man, some of these games coming up look a little bit more winnable now. They're a little bit beat up. After what I just watched yesterday, it's like, man, I hope we don't go zero and seven. Like I, I could, I could see this. I could see a snowball, and like yes. the next thing you know, we look up and we've lost three in a row, four in a row, mm-hmm. and it's just, I, I, I don't know what to do with this team. <laughs> I mean, we kind of talked about it before. You know, everybody got in the studio today. I mean, we let Marcus Mariota, who is a you know a bridge backup QB, di- or not dice us up, but beat us completing seven passes yeah. on the day. Yeah. That team beat us. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I was confident, too. Uh, I'm Even, like, towards the end of the game, I was still like, hey, we're going to be okay. We're going to find a way to do this. This team's not that good. If we can just find one stop, if we can make one play, we're going to be fine. And then uh, I don't know uh, what the hell happened. I, I really don't. Uh, I know we didn't stop them. It, it, it was straight embarrassing. And here's the thing. Coming into this game, I knew we all said on our preview of the Falcons game that we anticipated to be a little bit of a dogfight. But, man, to let a, a practice squad running back just – and I know we had three starters out. But, man, like at what point do you stack the box? Yeah. Put, put seven down there if you have to and go, man, let Marcus Mariota, who only had seven completions – Make him throw to beat you. Do do something. Stack the box. Anything. I know, but you say that, and then there's that one play where I forget which of their number three, four, five, six depth chart receiver it was was standing wide, wide open, open down the field, and it was like, what are we doing? We've but seen again? this story before. We've yeah. seen it. We already know. The, I've seen it multiple weeks now. The defense is just so bad. I just Joe Woods has to be on the hot seat, and I know. People will scream at certain point. Players have to go out and execute. I and I 100% get that, but at the same time, it's the coach's job to make sure they're prepared enough to execute. Yeah. And it's not like this is a short sample size. It's not like we're overreacting to the last week or the last two three weeks. This is three years now. Go and listen it, to week four from last season. And I it, guarantee we're saying the same thing. And it, yes, it's 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 the same thing. It's it's always been the same thing, and there's been no changes. I just I don't know what else to do, and as far as personnel wise, at least in the back end yesterday, we were healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I know the the D line, and part of this, in my opinion, I love Andrew Barry, but some of this is on Andrew Barry. Like if Miles is out, the next guy up shouldn't be the guy who got cut for Kellen Mond, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Right. Like Isaac Rochelle, great TikToker. Not great football player, <laughs> you know, and yeah. and uh, I don't want to be too mean because like I I like the guy and stuff, but at the same time, how's he like the number two guy on the depth chart? That, that that's terrible. He he was you cut him to add a third string quarterback who will hopefully never ever ever see the field, and then he started mm-hmm. because a guy was hurt. That is that is crazy. And the the D line, I saw this. Um, Jordan Elliott and Tommy Tagai are literally, according to Pro Football Focus, the two worst defensive tackles in football. Tagai is ranked one twenty six out of one twenty six, and Elliott is ranked one twenty fifth out of one twenty sixth. I said if I were to play in the NFL, if team picked me up tomorrow, I would be the worst ranked defensive tackle <laughs> and only be one spot worse than Tommy Tagai. <laughs> How's that make you feel? Yeah, I mean, hell, bad, right? Yeah, I'm almost as good as him, apparently. <laughs> almost makes you feel better about yesterday. It, 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 it's just, so at some point, I know that we don't put a ton of emphasis on interior D-line and at linebacker, but it keeps killing us. Like, at some point, let's put a little bit of emphasis on it. I'm not saying we got to trade for Aaron Donald, but, man, we can't have we can't be rolling out garbage no. and expect that we're going to compete. We play the Patriots in two weeks. He Bill Belichick will not throw a pass. 
he will run it yeah. down our throats 45 times because mm-hmm. he doesn't care. And they'll run for 280 yards against us. Yeah, Mariota completed seven passes. The Patriots will not even attempt seven passes. Yes. If it was gouges. Correct. And having Miles and and Clowney will obviously help, but not on the interior. Mm -mm. I mean, they'll help a little on the interior. They can crash down, that kind of thing. But, dear God. Like, and if you're going to be complete cheeks in the interior (laughs) D-line, then you need at least some good middle linebackers. I was watching the Buccaneers game, and I know their defense got torched yesterday, but I watched Levante David and and, uh, Devin White. Those two dudes are insane. Mm, They they make like, they are crazy. We have nobody like that. I love JOK. He ain't that. He's not them. And it's like, man, it's just up the middle. We're just poor. That's, That's being nice about it. And it's just Man, to to let them do that, they, they didn't even try to pass in the second half, and they beat no, us. They didn't need to. Nope, didn't need to. It was um, it was embarrassing. I was going to say, I know we, we said we got some voicemails from the listeners. Uh, to go along with your defensive line theme here real quick, just uh, here's a voicemail from Andrew who gave us our show open today. So I know we're all fans of Andrew Barry and his smart big brainness, but <laughs> don't you think it starts – it's time to start investing money into the defensive line. You got your two best players are out, and the rest of your defensive line is either rookies or practice squad players. That defensive line is like wet paper. It's not stopping anybody or anything. I'm sure us four can do a better job. At least I think we can. It's just so frustrating that, we have such a great defense on paper, and we've seen them play really well. I, I, I don't know. I don't know anymore, and I'm sad. <laughs> so we're sad well, too, Andrew. Andrew, bro, are you good, man? <laughs> <laughs> he obviously sent us right after the game from Roosters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we in the spiciest wings that they've got, obviously, because they're. Uh, no, I'm just playing, man. And he's that's just my hammered at the Roosters, just <laughs> yeah, calling the Dogs podcast. We appreciate it. Well, he's well, right, though. When yeah, yeah. an entire right. section of your defense is Swiss cheese, when, when Miles goes out for a game or two games, and obviously we have, we've missed Clowney for two games now, we're screwed because we don't have anybody now, aside from our secondary. And something's wrong with them, too. I don't think it's talent. <laughs> no, it – the defense is just bad. It's I just we've been on this before. I just think the entire philosophy of the defense is bad, and man, we think it's bad now. What's going to happen in a few weeks when we play Tom Brady? If we oh. try to play this soft zone and we get no pressure on him, he will freaking throw for four hundred yards against us, never throwing the ball more than five yards downfield, and they will just dink and dunk us for ninety play or ninety yard drives fifteen times in the game, and we won't get off the field one time. Nope, and. It, I'm just tired of watching the same damn thing for the last three years. It is, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, and it's so frustrating. Just, you know, you're watching the game and it's like, I know exactly what they're going to do. We know it. I mean, the, the players know what's going to happen and it I, cannot be stopped. It, go ahead. I don't know like how you guys felt, but there was a point in the game too where I was like, I see life. Like I, I was seeing I was seeing things that I like. Like I was like, okay, we're you know we're making plays. I saw things happening, and then I felt like immediately after that was like that. What was it? Ten play drive where they literally just handed it off to Huntley. Was it Huntley? Yeah. The a practice. I mean, he's elevated now. He's they just signed him today. But this was a practice squad running back. They had their star running back basically out because he was questionable going into the game, and we had no answer. And we've seen that before. We've talked about it. I've watched James Robinson completely dice us up. I've seen very, very good backs just six, seven yards at a time, and we can't get off the field. So at what point – we used to get mad at Greg Williams because we'd be like, we already know what he's doing. He's sending the house every time. I kind of want to see some of that. Yes. I, I don't even care at this point. Like, I, I'll, If that's what – if that's what we have to be upset about now, like, because this isn't working. I mean, what's oh. what's the worst thing that's going to happen? They're going to get wide open down the field? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're already doing that. Exactly. Yeah. That's what and I'm whether, saying. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's community. And that's the thing that's so, like, beyond me is it's still the same stuff. It's miscommunication. It's unorganized, unprepared. We're four weeks into the season. We're heading into a game against the Chargers. I don't know if anybody's looked, but Chargers are pretty damn good. Justin Herbert, he, whether he's banged up or not, will have a clinic. 
Oh. Uh, he will he will absolutely dice us up. And then just I mean, this is a little ahead of the, you know, this is not the preview. Just we gotta slow it down. But Eckler is also pretty damn good. <laughs> he is He's so, a whole lot better than Caleb Huntley. I yeah, promise you that. Yeah. <laughs> I promise yeah. you that. Yes, he is. Or a rookie or a Algier. I mean, they all they all three of them yesterday. Bro. Patterson is a Patterson is legit. I need, I know he's a journeyman, but he's looked good for seasons now. We had no answer, dude. Algier averaged eight point four yards per carry. Oh, oof. Eight point four yards That's per embarrassing, carry. Embarrassing, man. I Caleb Huntley had ten carries for fifty six yards uh, and a touchdown. I bet you he doesn't have fifty six yards the next two games combined. I, he probably didn't have that in his career coming into this. Patterson, no, he's IR, a, he might. <laughs> and it's just. It, it's unbelievable. And again, like you said, the, at times the defense showed a little bit of life. Yes. But then once the once the Falcons realized, like, if we adjust, they, they won't. won't adjust. Yeah. It was over. They were like, okay, well, let's Marcus isn't playing well here. Let's just take the ball out of his hands and see if we do this, and let's see let's see what they do to counter that. And then we just never countered it. No. We just and it's you ever notice. The Browns will go down and take the lead, and then the very next drive, we give it up. Yeah. All the time. Mm-hmm. All the time, we just give it up. So the defense, was the defense the worst it's ever been yesterday? No. no. They only gave up 23 points. No. But, man, when you needed it, they sucked again. But it was 23 points to a very talentless roster. Yeah. I mean, they've got... Pitts and, and Drake London, but he's a rookie. And, yeah. we, and we and those and are, showed, and here's the thing is, yeah, we're not. We didn't let well, those guys beat us. Completing seven passes. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't. Yeah, we didn't let those guys beat us. We let Caleb Huntley and Tyler Algier beat us. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they only completed. He was seven of nineteen, <laughs> and we <laughs> lost. It's crazy. Yeah. Yes, we did. But, but uh, I mean, uh, it sucks to say that, but then you look at their rushing, and they rushed for, what, 224 yards? 202. Ooh. 202. Most of the times, if you get 202 yards on, on the ground, you're probably going to win. And then you would think, time of possession, man, they must have killed us. We had, what, 13, 14 minutes of time of possession on them? Let me, let me Can look. we get that real quick? Yeah, hang on a sec. Maybe. Yeah, here. Team okay. stats. Thank you. I'm navigating. Uh, Help me out here. ESPN here. I like, want to say it was 34 to like 22. 35 to 24. 35 to 24. In our favor. Almost 36. Right? In Correct. our favor. We had 71 plays. Yes, we did. To, well, to their 55. We had 400 yards of offense. Yeah. And only scored 20 points. So I guess we can kind of transition this then. A lot of people. So I, I kind of hate Twitter. I love it because I'll get on there and just kind of like run my mouth for fun. Uh, but I also hate how just anybody can have one, no matter how stupid you are, <laughs> you know, and you got people on there complaining about Stefanski and on Facebook too. I was arguing with some people like he needs to give up play calling. He should be fired guys. The offense, he didn't have his best day yesterday. hundred, I will hundred percent agree with that. We still had 400 yards of offense. Did he kind of screw the pooch a little bit in the red zone? Yes. But coming into this game, we were scoring points on 52.4% of our drives, and we had the third highest EPA in the league behind the uh, Chiefs and the Dolphins, or the Bills and the Dolphins or the Chiefs and the Dolphins, one of those two teams. The offense isn't the problem. What Was the red zone play calling a little bit yesterday, a little bit of a head scratch? When you get the ball down to like the two-yard line, just run it. Don't get cute. Don't do like fancy runs. You got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Just run it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just you could quarterback sneak it four times probably and get it from the two. Yeah. Especially because on like first and two, if you line up maybe like in a spread and put Jacoby underneath, they're not going to be able to – they can't pack the box. So you're going to have – you could probably quarterback sneak it from the two. If You know what I mean? Like we got way too cute at the goal line. The Njoku end around was awful. <laughs> that <laughs> like, was bad. I, I like the idea of getting Njoku involved, but, man, that was terrible. That's not the place to do it. No, and – um. And I just thought, like, Jacoby threw 35 times. I, I I understand that Jacoby's been playing really well, but I feel like he's been playing really well because we've been using him the way we need to use him. You know what I mean? And I thought we kind of let him get a little willy-nilly. I mean, he still had a decent game, but a lot he was good early, and he was pretty bad second half. He was not good in the second half. Um, but the offense isn't the issue, guys. 
it, it wasn't great yesterday. There were definitely some things I'm sure we could change is in terms of in the red zone, but we had 400 yards of offense and we had the ball for 35 minutes. Our running backs ran for 6.2 and 4.9 a carry. Yes. Yeah. That's um, amazing. You can't ask for better than that. Well, you can. They had 8.4 and 5.6. Well, I'm I, sorry. Put our defense <laughs> on the field. You I can get what you want. Quickly play devil's advocate. I, I don't totally disagree with you, but I don't think holding every time we play to under 23 is realistic. I think we held the Falcons to a low enough score that our offense could have and should have won the game, personally. Yeah, but how many well, leads what? How many leads do you have to give up? We had the lead how many different times? I didn't say the defense didn't blow it. But <laughs> and I we agree. left points on the board in our first possession, and seven of their points came off of a fumble. That's on the offense. I I, compl- I see where you're coming from. My, what my what I'm saying is the offense isn't the issue with this team. In general. In general. In general. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. The you're offense right. is not the problem because we haven't really played a great quarterback. <laughs> we have we have this offense. Kevin Stefanski has this offense. Again, this game was not his best game in terms of situational play calling, but as a whole, through four games, he has the offense humming. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's one of the best. Statistically, one of the best offenses in the league so far to this point in the year. We almost put up 400 yards of offense on the Steelers until the last drive where we, you know, we're just trying to run the clock out, went backwards. We went over 400 this game. Again, third most efficient offense in the league. And he's doing this with a backup quarterback who's a career journeyman. And let's be honest, one wide receiver. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? So Stefanski's not the problem, guys. So whenever we have, he has one game where maybe in the red zone he's a little bit touch and go and you don't agree with everything, we don't need to be screaming from the mountaintops, he shouldn't be calling plays or fire Stefanski. You're, you sound stupid. We're screaming fire Joe Woods because it isn't after one game. It's after 50 of watching the same thing. Stefanski has the offense humming. Oh, and on that note. Yeah, go ahead because if you weren't going to do it, I was. I don't know what you're going to say. But oh. What I was going to say is I don't, I don't really think we're looking – towards the postseason at this point to possibly get rid of Joe Woods. If if uh, here's the th- I think for some reason he's not even on the hot seat. I hundred percent think he's I think he's hundred percent safe. I think if the season were to end today, he'd st- he'd be back next year. Unless they're just playing it real close to the chest, real close to the vest. I just don't get the sense he's on the hot seat at all. At all. Maybe that's good for the organization. They're keeping things in-house. They're not losing their head in press conferences and stuff. We don't have our owner like Jerry Jones down talking about it in the after the game. But I just get the sense that it's business as usual. He's safe. Well, Which is crazy to me because you remember three years ago he sucked. Mm-hmm. And it was, well, he doesn't have the personnel. Got the and, personnel. And then last year we, we went and we drafted all these yep. defensive guys, got in the personnel, and he sucked for about half the season. And then we were good down the stretch. And you're like, okay, he has his. There's no excuses now. And then we come out this year and we suck again. Like, he, he's the common denominator. I can give him a pass for yesterday because we didn't have our two best guys on the defensive. You line. could say three. Who's the oh. third? Taven Bryan didn't play either. Oh yeah. yeah. And I know that our but we got some extremely weak points on our defensive line, but um, I. I don't know, man. If, if, here's the <laughs> thing. Well, hey, I feel, that's how I felt yesterday. I'm going to come okay. back to that point. Here's why I don't necessarily give them a pass for yesterday. Because if they are just running the ball down your throat, do something different. This is my biggest gripe about Joe Woods. There's never any in-game adjustments. Yeah, He will start the game doing one thing, and whether it's working or it's not working, we just keep doing that over and over and over. So after the first like five plays where they're just getting ten yards of a play, bring some more people down. If if we got if we have to put six seven in the box and they hit a chunk play to Drake London over the top, then you you know you got to live with that. We we're down three guys. We have to try to help stop the run. You can't just let them run the ball down your throat and do nothing different. Mm-hmm. You have to change up something. Well, I do remember where I was going with that now. Well, oh, go ahead. You're okay. welcome. Yeah. That's why I'm a good host. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think our defensive, with the exception of the interior defensive line, whatever, our defensive personnel isn't the issue. It can't be the issue. And we, They're proven to you know be good players. Miles Garrett, Clowney, Ward, Newsom, they're good. They're just – they're good. They're not bad. They're not question marks. So – at what point is Joe Woods on the hot seat? It's got he's got to be on the hot seat at some point. 
You would think so because my biggest complaint too is people are good before they get here. They come here and they're bad, and then they leave and they're good again. If that doesn't scream coaching, scheme, I don't know what does. I don't know what does. But we we got a we have I think a bunch more voicemails. So let's get to some more voicemails here before we just go on more tangents. <laughs> well, these next two will probably get us back onto the tangent. But here's uh, Alec from Florida. Hope you're safe, Alec. Hey. Hey, this is Alec McCauley from Florida. I have my concerns about Joe Woods, and their defense is no pressure, and we allowed way too many passing, and the running game, the other team's running game cut us right open. I'm, I, My thoughts about Joe Woods seems to be fired. Let me give it to our D-line coach. Okay, bye. Oh, Alec. No well. damn pressure. Well, Alec, yeah. Is it Alec or Alex? Alec. 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 I didn't want to mess up your name. No, I get that. Trust me. uh, I don't know if you've watched any of the shows recently, but... uh, You mean Joe Burrows (laughs) and stuff like that? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get our uh, defense philosophy. Uh, We don't... We literally send four all day, whether it's working, whether it's not, and it usually isn't. Um, We haven't really faced anybody electric at quarterback oh, i would no, i mean I, if coming. you could say mayor like mariota has a little bit of movement i i buy a little bit he's he's pretty mobile but mitch was mobile but even then like we couldn't even flush him out we literally were just getting stuffed now we were down three yesterday and i get that i get that we were missing star players all over the place on the front line but this isn't like oh a one and done. This was this is four weeks now where we've seen the same thing and we're getting. I don't want to say we're getting diced up, but we're getting manhandled up front. On a, uh, with guys that there's no excuse. I mean, Miles Garrett supposedly thinks he's the number one player, and I'm not uh, firing at Miles Garrett on this. I'm just saying Miles Garrett is a, an elite player. What the hell are we doing? Uh, switch it up. Do something. Put him on. Uh, put him next to Clowney. Do something. There's there's no pressure. None. There's never None. any pressure. And then we wonder why guys are just running around wide open. Well, it's because they have eleven seconds to run their route, and then guess what? After a while, they eventually just get open. You know, I'm They're glad pro you, athletes. I'm glad you mentioned that about we haven't really faced anybody electric because I, there were points yesterday when Mariota looked like uh, he did things that made me just have n- quick nightmares about Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I mean, oh. Oh, and he's no Lamar Jackson. No, that's the thing. I'm oh. like, I'm like, if this guy is doing this and making these moves and gaining this kind of yardage against us on the ground, we are in trouble. Well, it, it's winning that game, dude. It's rookie. <laughs> it's rookie mistakes too. Like on the on their drive where they went uh, like 90 yards or whatever, they kicked the the field goal. I think that ended up being the game winner. It was third and long, and Isaac Rochelle rushes inside for some reason, even though there's no he has contain. And he, he takes an inside rush lane. The tackle just collapses him down in like, hey, thanks, man. You made my job super easy, this play. <laughs> and Mariota just rolls out, and there's literally nobody there, and he can just deliver the pass to the guy who is wide open on the busted coverage. Rochelle, you have contain. Keep this freaking guy in the pocket. Turns out the only thing he's good at is doing things on the move. Why would you right. take an inside I don't. That's why you got cut for Kellen Mond. Because a plays like that, and the thing is, is I tell junior high kids this: like the game can hinge on one play. It's little things like that, and you do that on one play, and it goes from third and fifteen or whatever to first down at the ball at our fifty because you decide to go inside. When there's no. face mask too at the yeah end at of the that. end there's a yeah, face mask, so just even more feel. And that's another thing too. Yeah, I that's another that. thing like I want to touch on. More, yeah, penalties. Penalties again. I think it was seven, seven for fifty one, right? So yeah, seven to, they only had one penalty, but correct. I think seven for fifty one, yeah. I mean, that's not we're not awful. disciplined. No, but when they're only getting one penalty for fifteen in the game, we're giving them this was a close enough game where those fifty one yards that really mattered. Yeah. Hey Browns fans, let's take a quick break in the action. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, 
everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game day all season long. So go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. From tailgate parties to busy weeknights, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to savor all the flavors of fall. With their mouth-watering assortments of perfectly aged steaks, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Right now, take advantage of 50% off site-wide by shopping their semi-annual sale. This sale only happens twice a year, and it's on now with 50% off delicious customer favorites. And when you use promo code DOGS at checkout, take an additional $30 off of your order. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter DOGS at checkout, and stock up on fall flavor today. Omaha Steaks is perfect for those chilly and busy fall nights with entrees ready before the kids can say what's for dinner. And don't forget to use the promo code DOGS at checkout to score an extra $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life. Guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code DOGS at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Now let's get back to the show. Oh, it was terrible. (laughs) It It was so bad. We get no pressure ever. Um, and the thing is every once in a while we'll blitz like, like once every two games and it usually gets home yeah. and it's a big play and it's like, Oh, Hey, can we do that more do than once again. every two games? Yeah. And, and to draw what you said about how we haven't played anybody electric, this is what I was going to go with. Not only have we played four bad quarterbacks, we've played, I don't know much about the Falcons O line, but I know for a fact we've played three Bad offensive lines. Depleted yes. lines. The, 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 the Panthers' offensive line is not good. The Jets' offensive line is garbage. And the Steelers' offensive line sucks. So not, we've played three bad quarterbacks and three bad offensive lines. And all three of those quarterbacks, Trubisky had his best game of the year against us. Yes. It, might not have been the, it might not have been nothing to write home about. But it was his best game of the year. He played bad enough against the Jets the other day that to get he benched. lost his job. Yes, they're going with Pickett now. Yeah. Against the Jets. But we, he had his highest, I'm pretty sure his highest rating and his most passing yards yep. against us. Joe Flacco threw for over 300. Baker Mayfield had his only somewhat reputable game. And again, I don't think he diced us up. There was some broken coverage. A lot of it. But Baker Mayfield... QBR after four weeks right now is 15.3. <laughs> and he almost let he a comeback win against us. Anybody yeah. who watched that Cardinals game yesterday against the Panthers, yikes. I you, did not watch 15.3. It is, he is off to statistically the worst start in the history of the NFL since they started tracking QBR in 2007. And this is, I'm not saying this to bash on Baker. I'm saying he almost beat us. His QBR is 15.3, and he had a decent game against us because of the busted. It took it, a 58-yard field goal from a rookie kicker in his first ever game in the NFL to win that game. If he doesn't have that second half, that fourth quarter against us, this dude's QBR might be like 10. Yeah. And he almost beat us. Baker that's sucks. the that's the defense. That's the well defense done. we're rolling out right now. Yeah, I think it's fair to go back, and, and we talked about that. Joe Flacco's 37 years old. He's been a backup for like the last five years. He's awful. He can't move. He beat us, and then we played Mitch Trubisky, who just got benched yesterday and lost his job. And he almost beat us. And he almost beat us. To touch on what you guys are saying, too, is a lot of people are saying, you know, this is a team that there's no reason why we we can't be 4-0 right now. Should be. Should be. Should be. But also, there to me, it's not that crazy if we were 0-4. Correct. We played that poorly on defense. Our special teams is – I still have seen – I mean, we're not muffing punts. No, and here's the thing. So what I'll get to with the special teams is I still think they cost us big yesterday. The one In one one play, we punted, and uh, Ronnie Harrison, Harrison yeah. fields the ball at the nine instead of letting it go and potentially going down to, like, the one or two. He catches it at the nine, and then they go down and score the game-winning field goal. If they have that ball at the one – who know the their entire philosophy changes? 
There, you know what I mean? Like, who knows what happens if what's he doing? Even the announcers were like, "Hey, what, well, what's he doing there? Why is he? Why did he just catch that?" Mm-hmm. It was it was terrible, and that's because apparently, obviously, he's not coached well enough to know not to do that. Like, if that if mental mistakes keep happening, that's coaching. He's not prepared. He doesn't know then because that's the coach's job is to get him ready. I I just think two of the coaches in the Brown staff get gone. Well, I mean, it started out at the beginning of the the game. Whenever we you know we went for it on fourth down, oh. didn't get it. But we would we have the ball the three, wasn't it? I think so. It was third. So so the foul. Okay, fine. I get the gamble. I get the risk. It's early in the game. We don't get it fine. We got them pinned down. They yeah. went down and scored. Do you get do you, do you no, honestly I talk about do this. you honestly get the risk? Because to me, I. Like to me, I'm I'm over the analytics. Like it's not cute. I don't think it's smart. You know what looks smart when you take scoring opportunities and this, you kick field. This goals. is what I get, and we got some voicemails that'll bring this okay, up too. Cool. But this yeah, is what yeah, I yeah. get from the risk of that is you're on the you're on their three, right? Okay, so we're gonna instead of kick a field goal, we're gonna try to go get a touchdown here. We don't get it. You're hoping that since they're pinned down deep like that, the right. defense can stop them three and out they got a punt from the three or the four or the five or whatever and then we get good field position to try again you have to think even if it's not a three and out and i would like to go look at the like the next level stats how teams that have to go 97 yards don't score touchdowns that often especially eventually eventually the drive is going to sputter out Mm -hmm. even if they get it out to like the 30 or the 40 eventually it's because it's we've said this on this show it's hard to go 10 11 12 13 plays in the nfl for a drive. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm going to take the freaking points. And maybe if we had a history of going for it and getting it, and then it's like, well, we usually get that. So I understand. We keep not getting it. And how many times does it cost us? It either almost costs us games, puts us in situations at the end where we got to do something miraculous to win the game. Panthers. Or it costs yes, us. The Eric yeah. straight costs us the game. And you had to know, like, especially if you had the ball first to come out. And even if you just had to settle for three, the Falcons are now down before ever even getting the ball. They're losing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Take the freaking points. And the Browns since 2020 have the fourth, the worst fourth down conversion percentage in the NFL at 41.9%. So I understand analytics, but you have to, you have to be smart with them. You have to use analytics and also think about your team. You can't just be on. That's why the, the Chargers coach sucks because he's like only analytics and he doesn't think about the scenario and what what's his team doing. Is my team playing well right now? Do I have this guy in there right now? It has to be a merit. It can't just be analytics because when you do, you end up with the worst fourth down conversion in losing games. Like and you have to, you have to be smart. You still, it's still football. Yeah, you still have to be a football coach. And. I- I want to say that we were good on fourth down even yet. We were two for three, right? Okay, so two for three. But even then, those two for threes were Jacoby Brissett. Fourth and ones. Yep. I'm bullying, a, bullying it up. If it would have been fourth and one, I'm okay. Go Okay, go for it because Jacoby, I don't think he's got stopped on a QB sneak this year. Even yesterday when they jumped off the sides, he still like got hit and bounced and ran mm-hmm. for like five yeah. minutes. I don't yep. think he's got he's – got, so fourth and one – we want to line up and quarterback sneak it. I like our ch- our chances there. Okay, but fourth and three, we almost we never get it. We get it less than fifty percent of the time. Well, and I to go. I I know I said that I understand the risk and why you would take that risk, but to be fair, I did not agree with it either because I was sitting there watching the game thinking, just kick the field goal here, mm-hmm. and like you said, just put three on the board, make it three nothing, make it three nothing. That's great. It's make a great it way to start the first time their offense steps on the field, they're losing. I mean, the NFL, I mean, we see some high-scoring offenses. We see some big-time players, but it's still hard to score points in this league. Well, Take them when you get them. And the average NFL game one is, I think, by four points. Yes. Every, I was looking at the scoreboard just a little bit ago, and, I mean, a lot of the games were close. Even close the Chiefs-Bucks game last night mm-hmm. was a blowout and ended up coming down, like, being somewhat interesting at the end. It ended up being 10, and it was like, with 10 minutes ago, you're like, this is getting interesting. So if the average margin of victory in the NFL is four, and you know this, three points is kind of a big deal. Yeah, a little bit. Change the entire scenario at the end of the game. Yeah. Instead of rolling Jacoby out there, and I'm not saying that he's not that guy. 
because we've seen him in pressure situations and he's come through. But he's not that guy. But he, but he is a backup for a reason. And so every time that we put him in that situation where we go, hey, we're going to need you to lead a game-winning drive and kind of air it out a little bit, it's not that. I was we, talking to my dad about that interception yeah. yesterday after the game, and that's what I said. Like, that's what Deshaun's for. That's why we have Deshaun. We didn't go into the season ever asking Jacoby Brissett to lead game-winning drives, no timeouts. No. That's not – we know that's not what he – you know – and we're, supposed, you, and we're supposed to be leaning on the defense right now. Well, and if you even think back to that fourth and three at the goal line, you know, in the, the beginning of the game, that play was, I mean, what he ended up throwing the ball away. <laughs> on a fourth I'm down. Like, on a fourth down, that, that's a guaranteed, you lost. You turned the ball over and try to, to make something happen. At any point this season. He hasn't been able to just take No, because we keep pissing it away at the end. The Steelers game, we almost did it. Yeah. We almost lost to the Panthers. A 58-yard field goal. <laughs> yeah. To win it. Yeah, they got helped with uh, uh, roughing the passer, and then they didn't call... Um, fake spike? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, fake for, spike. for once, you know, it kind of went in the Browns' favor there. I mean, we're... Here, here's the deal is we're just not that good of a football team right now, which makes no sense because we have... And, and here's the thing is what I've been telling people is missing Deshaun Watson, it hasn't been the issue. No. So... I, we had somebody in our in our Patreon on the Discord say, I think that they're chalking this season up because, you know, with Watson being out. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense because no, not. missing Watson isn't the reason we're 2-2. Two and two. We're, we're scoring plenty of points. Our offense is playing plenty well. That, that doesn't make any sense to me that, well, we know that we're not going to play well this year because the offense is playing well. He's got Jacoby Brissett playing the best ball of his career. We had a 13-point lead against the Jets. Yep. With a minute fifty five to go. And no timeouts. Yep. Nick Chubb's playing out of that's his mind. That's not chalking it up. Yeah. That's just that's just being oh, yeah. a crappy football team. Yes. Yep. So um we got more voicemails, right? Yeah, I got a couple here uh kind of going on this point about taking the points. This first one's from our boy Gage. Hey, what's going on? Y'all rough outing yesterday. Um That's one way to put when it. When are we gonna start taking the points? When we're in the red zone, why? Why did we not take the three points on the goal line? I don't get the reasoning. We weren't in a situation where we needed to go for it to score a touchdown. We could have just taken the three points, and then we would have had the lead there. It would have put less pressure on the defense. But then we fail to convert, and we don't score. We get no points. They get the ball back. And that cost us the game. Well, that was one of the reasons, because we don't take the points. How many times do we need to lose games by two or three points because we don't take the easy <laughs> points? I don't get it. You would have thought by now how many games we've lost by one to three points. We would have taken those easy points. I don't get it. I'm rambling on. Nice talking. <laughs> First of all, I want to say this. So Gage and uh, Andrew, you know, he called in. Andy did the intro. They're, they're Patreon members. Yeah. So we know these guys pretty well. So if you hear these guys talking, you're like, that's what I always say to my friends. Check us out in the yeah. – it's just that. All the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah, during, yeah, if, you, if you want to talk Browns with people, there's 50-some people in there that will talk Browns with you any time of the day, because yeah. some of them are on the West Coast and some of them are on the other side of the world. So there isn't a time of the day you can't message somebody in there and somebody's <laughs> going to message you back about the Browns. So, and I just love that it. it just sounds like they're just as depressed and like wasted and just like, <laughs> I'm going to call my guys at the dogs and just cry well, about it know, with these guys. Gage made a really, the, the one point in there that I really liked was take pressure off the defense early because this is not a defense that you can put pressure on. If you can give this defense points and, and every bit of a lead you can give them, you got to. You have to help them out because they're not going to help you. Not right now. Well, and, and you have no idea what the defense's mindset is. Like their first time on the field, they're like, "Well, we blew it again. We didn't take the points. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out here and freaking lose again." Here, here's my thing too: is after Cade York kicked the the game winning field goal against the uh, Panthers, the Browns Twitter put out a thing that said, "That's why you draft a kicker." And then we keep not kicking field goals. Yep. Yeah. You ever notice that, like, we keep not kicking field goals in times we didn't take the points there. I thought we had the ball late 
it like the 45, it would have been like a, a 60 or 57 to 60 yard field goal. And we punted. And that's the one that Ronnie Harrison ended up downing at the nine. Then they went down and scored. Why did we not attempt a field goal? I don't this know. guy supposedly makes 70 yard field goals. We were in a dome. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. We, we were in a dome. I, I think about Stefanski being like, well, I didn't, you know, when he was in Cleveland and they, they went for it on fourth and he was like, you know, I just didn't know. I didn't want to put any pressure on him. And, you know, we're in a, you know, noose and the stadium, the wind, he hasn't really figured it out. You're in a dome. Yeah. We're in a dome. <laughs> well, to address Gage's question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm speculating here. Every single time I watch Stefanski answer that question, why didn't you take the points? He seems to have made it pretty clear to me that's Kevin Stefanski's identity. He does not take the points. He always goes for it on fourth down. It's just what he does. Unless it's like fourth and ten, fourth and eight. Maybe he always goes for it on fourth down, and I'm I just feel like we never get it. It feels like we never get it. We get it 41.9% of the time since 2020, which is Not worst enough. in the NFL. Um, here's the thing, too, is I think it was Tony Grossi or somebody asked him, like, yeah. you know, do you looking back, should you have taken the points? And he said, I'm not going to be results driven. Like, you know, we have a plan and like we're going to do it, and we're not going to let the way it goes dictate how we do it in the future. Why the hell not? <laughs> Like if, if if you you know what I mean? Like that's a stupid freaking answer. It it is because that's just life is how you respond to what happens to you. Yes, I get you having just, a plan and not letting this right. dictate and not changing your identity because you have an identity and a philosophy. But at the same time, also like you gotta adapt or survive. Okay, keep going for it and keep losing by three, and we'll be hiring a new coach in two years. I mean, that's what I don't understand. Like we 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 said this going into this four-game stretch. We have to win as many of these games as possible. It means you take all the points you can possibly get at every chance. Yes, because, and again, the, uh, the offense 400 yards and they've been humming, but that is not the strong point of this team st- supposedly right now. You have to. You had to think coming into the season, like any chance I have to put points on the board, I got to take think. because I'm running with a backup quarterback right now yeah. and basically one wide receiver. So if I, if I get a chance to get points, I got to go get them. And that, it, it's like... He, they're not thinking that way. They're like, well, we got Jacoby's still an NFL quarterback. Barely. You know what I mean? Like, yes, he's had a couple he's good games. Playing, he's playing well, he's but playing you got to well. get him points, too, to support the offense. It's and, not just, you know, take pressure off the defense. And again, he's been playing really well. No, I'm not taking anything away from him, but because we've been managing him correctly putting him in good situations. Right. We're right. not just letting him going out there and being like a Josh Allen. Just, game. It, you know what Baker I mean? Just, last year. Yeah, we're not throwing him out there and being like, hey, go win us the game. He's playing well because he, we're, we're playing, we're keeping him within the structure right. of the offense and we're managing him. And then he's done some really nice things, even off script a little bit, and that's a bonus. But you can't count on that from him for 11 games. That's, if you could, he be, wouldn't have been available yeah, this year. Yeah, he'd be playing on a team. He'd be starting for another team. Yes. Right. So you have to go get the – if the points are there, you have to go get them. Well, here's uh, another voicemail about taking the points from Brown Tiger. What's up, fans? This is the Brown Tiger. That was a, that was a horrible loss. I wanted to take a day and just gather my thoughts. First thing I wanted to say is, man, no matter what, if you're driving down the field and you see how tough the Falcons are playing you, you get the points. You just take the points. Whether it be a field goal or a touchdown, you don't go for it on fourth and they're in zone, you go and get the points. Cade York has been uh, hit all his marks yesterday, uh, but you take the points when you get them. Uh, And and the game would have been a lot different story had you taken the points. If everything would have happened the way it did, even with the interception, we would have been tied and had a chance to stop them and go into overtime. It is what it is. You can't change it now. But one thing I will say is that one thing I was worried about was, is it going to show up that we're going to miss Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett? And boy, did it show we missed them badly. Uh, they ran it up through the middle all day, all, uh, all day long. We desperately need something to stop that. Now we're going to have to get a win in an unlikely way against an unlikely opponent. But that was my thoughts. Go Browns. Well put. Well that put. is very well said. Why are we not signing a Dominican Sue? No clue. It better be because we're blowing him up and he just keeps yeah. hitting ignore. If we're not even trying, what are we doing? Because this dude just sitting at home 
and and he might not be the home wrecker that he used to be, and I guess not home wrecker. That's like a you know yeah, he's like cheating right. on. He might not <laughs> be like the, the game wrecker that he uh, that uh, yeah, he's just out there like wrecking homes, just <laughs> sleeping with wives and whatnot. Uh, but no, he might not be the game breaker he used to be. But I guarantee you, you're not just gonna bully and Sue for sixty minutes. Mm-hmm. No. no, he's gonna fight. You know what I mean? And I don't even like him as a person that much. And I would take him in a heartbeat on the team because we need a little nastiness and we need somebody who's not going to get bullied all game. And and he can stop the run and he can pressure the passer from the inside, which will then free up miles so he can't get triple teamed every play. Yeah. It's, I, I don't understand how this guy's just sitting out there. And we're not just, we have the most cap space in the NFL. So just like roll the check into a ball and throw it at him. <laughs> And tell him to write what he wants on it. Um, I think someone, it might have been you, Josh, brought up maybe Sue is waiting it out. Well, yeah, I said that because I don't think he's 34, 5, something like that. I doubt he wants to play the majority of an NFL season. He probably wants to wait till the last third of I the think, season. I think he'd be playing somewhere if, if he wanted to play, if all he wanted was just get paid and play football, he, he'd be somewhere. Right. But uh, to Brown Tiger's point about, Clowney missing Clowney and Miles, and we were worried about maybe not getting Clowney back this year, and that's when we assumed we would have Miles playing. So mm-hmm. to not have either one of them playing, I'm kind of surprised we only gave up 23. Like that's we only gave up 23 so... because they did it by running, which takes longer than Carver's and we up gave them the, the ball. Off yeah. the well, and they didn't realize it until the second half. If they would have came out and been doing that, it would have been a long day. It was a long day. Longer just than it was. <laughs> to, felt pretty something long. to touch on his voicemail too. And I don't know if you guys, like, we've talked about this in the past. Have you guys noticed that just every time that we have, like, a scripted fourth down play, it just always kind of feels like it's a broken play? Yeah. Just I think I mentioned always. that a couple episodes yeah. ago. Yeah, and I yep. used to be like, well, maybe it's like a, a Baker thing. You know, maybe he's going right when he should have been left. But I, we saw it yesterday. It ended up being... I, literally, Jacoby Brissett threw it out of the end zone because he could have tried to like uh, throw it in there, and but who knows? It could have been a pick, whatever. But it just always feels like once it's once it breaks down, that's it. I mean, there it's never something like schemed up or we're opening, you know, trying to get Amari or Nick Chubb or somebody just blatantly open Kareem Hunt. I know Kareem Hunt dropped that screen pass, and that probably could have been a touchdown, but. Dude, we had we had so many at least three screens yesterday Wide that open. were set up perfectly, yep. and for some reason couldn't get the ball to the back. Yep, three there was. I mean, they'd yeah. still be running, and we couldn't get the. I, I don't know what happened. Like we all of a sudden we couldn't run a screen pass, even though it was set up perfectly. Mm-hmm. So freaking frustrating. Well, we got two voicemails left. This first one's from Joe, who's one of our newer members right now on the Patreon. Hey, dogs, this is Joe from Mentor again. That was such a hard loss yesterday. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about the play calling there at the end. Usually I'm not one to uh, talk about the play calling and everything, but I don't understand it. You know, seven minutes left, we have the ball. Obviously, Chubb was doing a great job just running out the clock and just, you know, having good gains. Why is it that we break away from the run to start passing the ball and then we have to punt the ball? Like, I don't know if it's just because – you know, they know we're going to run the ball. Great. Who cares? Because it's working. Let's just keep running the ball, run the ball. We're paying all these guys to run the ball, and they, we're passing it. Uh, I just want to get your guys' thoughts on that. Thanks, it's a, guys. It's a great point about paying all these guys. We're paying big-time money to guards, and then we completely went away from it. I mean, the, and it was working. Nick right. Chubb, every, every, every game that I watch, Nick Chubb, like, I don't know how it just continues to amaze me, but, like, I'm just – I can't believe – that he just continues to just pinball, drag people. Every play, I'm like, man, there's a, a third, fourth. I saw something that it was top five rushers in the league. Nick Chubb was one, you know, Saquon's two, Jonathan Taylor's in there. But number four, it was Nick Chubb after contact. Yeah. 219. <laughs> it yards. took over a third of his yards or after, after contact. contact. That's crazy. It's amazing. And the things that he does, it's just so fun to watch him. And I know we can't give him Derrick Henry workload. I mean, I wish we would. He, he doesn't need it, though. But, my God, I just – it's crazy because they, you know, they say, hey, you know, 
we can put everybody in the box. They literally are <laughs> trying to, they know what we're going to do sometimes, and it doesn't matter. He still gets six, seven, eight yards. Uh, I'll say this wow. in terms of running the ball, like we need to run the, we threw the ball 35 times, we ran the ball 35 times. That's pretty, I mean, compared to like what most teams do in the NFL these days, and I'm pretty sure we've actually had more rushing attempts this year than passing attempts this year. I think the problem is situational football. We we will run the we ran the ball 35 times, but it's like at that time, like he's saying that seven minute mark. Why didn't we run it then? You know, we 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 still run the ball more than anybody, so you can't say we're not running the ball enough. But it's situational. You got to know your personnel and who you have. What I agree. Like why why go away from the run then? And then at the end of the game, like I said, you look and you're like, well, we still ran it just as much as we threw it, it which is not normal for the modern NFL. But situate. It's just situational football, and I feel like yesterday was one of Stefanski's worst in terms of situational play calling. The Falcons didn't care. Running the ball was working. They kept doing it. Yeah. I mean, Marcus Mariota didn't even try passes until that that last drive when they, they kind of had to. Mm-hmm. Right. It was third and 15 or something. All right. I got one <laughs> last voice mo here from Stacy, and I think this is probably a good one to wrap up the discussion here. Hey guys, this is Stacy from Parma. Um, just have a couple things to say about the game with the Falcons. So all around, I don't think we looked awful. I'm not going to lie. But the defense, of course, I mean, as we expected, wasn't going to be what it normally is. I mean, we had half the people that are key pieces out, especially two of our big edge rushers. So that was unfortunate. But still, even with them being out, we did have that play um, I don't remember exactly which one it was, but one of the Falcons plays where they had a man uh, once again, wide open downfield in our secondary. Yep. So I don't know what's going on. If Joe Woods really needs to get his crap figured out or what's, what's the move from there. But I don't like to see that. I do want to make a shout out to uh, Denzel Ward for finally stepping up a little bit. Cause I know you guys kind of touched on it, but let's be real. He hasn't been there the past two games. He was getting burnt by Deontay Johnson and everybody else that it seemed he just seemed like he was never playing a factor. So it was good to see him get an interception. But um, other than that, I don't know. I think we just have to really play an all around game. We can't keep banking on our offense to do everything for us. I mean, our defense was supposed to be one of the best things that we had going for us. So I think we just need to get back to basics, figure out what's working for us, what's not working for us and just go from there. Okay, Stace. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say I agree with her if you watched it. Yeah. I watched that game, and even though it was – I was getting frustrated at times, To be, I never thought we were going to lose until we lost. Correct. Right. Yeah, 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 that's a good point. You know what that's I mean? Like, I'm watching this. I'm really like, great. well, it's not going the way I think, but we're, we're, we're better than we're, them. Yep. It's, it's not – we're going to win this one ugly. But the problem is, is the Browns don't play 60 minutes. Correct. They, they, yep. they play – in the thing in the NFL, if you only play fifty-eight minutes, we learned that the hard way two weeks ago. You'll lose. It takes sixty minutes of of playing good football to win games in this league, and we don't do that. We don't play a full game. We will play a great three point nine nine quarters, and that point oh one quarters cost us a football game. NFL game, we just we said average margin of victory four points. That's just a few plays. I mean that's a handful of plays that decide the games. So you can't come out. You have to. You have to have it every play, and we don't. We 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 give up third and fifteen. We cannot get off the field on third down. Yeah, I don't. I, I was going to look again how we did yesterday. They were uh, four for. I'm sorry, three for nine. So okay, so that was not bad for on us. But in Joe Woods' career, we're typically bad on third down, and at third and fifteen, we give it up. Not only do we give it up, we give up a huge play. Yes. And then yep. Denzel's just trying to bring the guy down and he gets a piece of face mask and it's 15 more yards. Yep. And oh. it's like, and, and I know that they said they were in cover three, so, like, I don't know who was supposed to have He He came from the left. He ran all the way across the field. I mean, the, and everybody else went deep. So it's probably like a linebacker who's supposed to have this guy, I'm guessing, because corners got deep third, safety's got deep middle. So I don't know who's got the guy who's on the cross, but – Somebody has him. I'm assuming the you know linebackers drop middle hash run in that. So, and they were nowhere to be found. I know there's no defensive coverage where the entire middle of the field 
there's just no people. <laughs> you know I mean? No defense. No defense. You know what I mean? Yeah, no like, if you go back and watch that play, there's yeah. it's like our linebackers dropped like 40 yards instead of just dropping like 10, 15 yards underneath. They just – they were back with the safeties. And this guy's just – Hey, where the hell is everybody? Um, why Mark, if Marcus can give me this damn ball, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna be okay. It just so it just another busted coverage, and yeah. it's like, how many are gonna have? So we had them in the first game. Yep. Obviously had them in the second game. Yep. Not as many in game three. Denzel's just got cooked all game by Johnson, and then another busted one here. I mean, we just did a whole episode. Like, what do we got to do? I don't know. I I don't know what to do. Other in the, I don't want to fire a coach midseason. Yeah, I just I don't, don't want to do it. It's a bad look. And to be honest, whoever would come in his spot, more than likely, we're going to still be running Joe Woods defense. That's what, I'm, that's what I was just going to say. Like, you can fire Joe Woods right now, but it's still going to create more questions than answers, at least for the first handful of games that we have the new guy. Yeah. And it, it's almost like the players didn't realize the sense of urgency for these four games. Like, like I said at the beginning of the episode, yes, the season's still alive. We're two and two tied for first place in the division. All the rest of our division didn't get to play the fourth easiest schedule in the league. You had you had to take advantage of this opportunity, and you didn't. You pissed it away. Yes. And now we got just a, real quick before we wrap this up. You tell well, me I who can fire him off, bro. You tell me who we're beating. Well, not the Chargers. Not to spoil the preview next episode. But yeah, I are, think I'm. I'm are, gonna. Are we beating the Chargers? So call me crazy, bro. We'll talk. <laughs> Okay, I think there's a wily, wily chance. Okay, but who's after this? Patriots, right? Patriots. I think we can. With our run defense? And I don't think the Patriots are that good, and they might be on their third string quarterback. Yeah. It's getting iffy now, though, with that run defense, you're right. We're beating the Ravens? No. Uh, we can't stop Lamar Jackson. Are, are we beating the Bengals? I want to say yes, I'm still but they're, they're, they're starting to play better. I'm still picking us. Uh, are we beating the Dolphins? Nope. Probably not. Uh, we we won't freaking back. cover. Does it though? A they got soul. two. They got two guys that can get open on the best of them. Yeah. Yes. Uh, are we beating the Bills <laughs> in Buffalo? Uh-uh. Are we beating the Bucks? No. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Tom Brady will throw for four hundred yards. Yeah, but need to get some damn pressure defense. on Tom Brady because their line yeah. sucks. You know what I mean? So let's get some pressure. What so we pressure? all say we need to That's have nice. six Nothing. wins by the time Deshaun gets back. We only have two now. We should have at least three, if not four. We have two. So pick out four wins here. I can't pick out four wins there. Not with this defense. I am Absolutely not. I cannot pick out. I don't know if I can find two. Maybe the Patriots Ooh. and maybe the Bengals. Even so, that's only four. That's not going to cut it. No. We got to steal one. Who are you stealing it from? With this defense, who, who, are, we st- who are we stealing a win from? I don't know. I don't know. It's a... Uh... To, and that's just to get to five. Yeah. We said you needed six. If we only get five, you better hope Deshaun comes back and he's freaking balling out like that. There's no room for air once he gets back. Mm-hmm. It sucks because I look at the roster and I go, this is a roster that I think any opponent other than maybe Buffalo, I think that we have a legitimate chance to compete. On the roster? Yes. And then yep. I yep. see... What gets put out there as far as performance, and it's just like, what's the thing? Like the defense takes the field, and immediately you forget the names. You forget the, what the roster says is on the field because you're watching it, thinking these are just scrubs. Yeah, we these look must lost. Be practice squad guys. That is they it. Look terrible. They look lost. Completely yeah. lost. They look lost. Well, they better get found quick. Yeah, <laughs> quick. But I want to do. I just have a random question for you guys, real quick. How do you guys think uh, Jacob Phillips did yesterday with the green dot? I think it's... I mean, we really only had one busted coverage, from what I could tell. Um, I didn't know... My, my problem with the defense wasn't miscommunication. It was just being soft. Yes. Just getting okay. drilled. Just bullied. Yeah, just getting bullied. As far as, in terms of... I didn't see guys, like, pointing, or the guys just running past us wide open. I didn't see much of that. We just looked like pansies. They just... <laughs> Dog whooped us up and That's down the fair. field. Um, but anything else we need to cover? I think we've pretty much gotten it all out. I think so. Uh, we want to thank everybody who sent a voicemail in, uh, especially the Patreon members, and then to the the new people we never heard from before. Yeah. We really appreciate that. Uh, keep it up. Uh, so far this year, we've been getting a bunch of voicemails for all the. It makes doing the the post game 
episodes way more fun than us just coming in like last year and talking about what you guys all saw. It's way more fun getting your guys' input and just kind of feeding off that. It's way easier for us to just kind of to ebb and flow with you guys. So keep that up. We appreciate it. Uh, the dogspodcast.com, tap, leave voicemail. It's in the uh, drop down menu or at the bottom of the screen. If you don't want to talk, you can also just scroll down to the bottom and type in a question to us and uh, we can just read it out loud on the show. But don't be afraid to call. We're nice most of the time. <laughs> Unless you suck on defense for the Browns, then we might be a little mean. Uh, but we're nice to most of the people who call in. Uh, so we appreciate you guys being here again. Huge shout out to everybody who follows and helping us hit 5,000. Uh, hopefully you guys catch out the, uh, uh, check the after hours out. If not join the dogs.com, become a dog pack member, jump in. It's going to be a fun episode today. Make sure you guys check out our chargers preview when it comes out later this week. And, uh, we will see you guys all hopefully, uh, next Monday and would not be two and three. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join thedogs.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.